Previously on Unethical Podcast. Ties Randy to a chair, and then the whale rapes Randy. Okay. Randy graphically stabs him to death, and Pimfrog is like, why are you doing this? And Randy goes, because she told me to. While he was filming this video, he got so enthusiastic that he broke his finger so badly he needed surgery. I kind of relate to this guy because we both lost our virginity to a whale. He created a series called Amber's Ghost Squad. The same year that uh, RIPD came out, ironically. Randy made Twitter profiles for each of the characters on the Ghost Squad. And then he would spend hours having conversations between the accounts live on Twitter. At first I heard Tinder. He had the same reaction to reading about Columbine the first time that he had when he heard Ember's song for the first time. He actually said that he could no longer go to a library or see a library without like getting excited about the idea of shooting it up. But why does anybody look up to these two little assholes? They're pieces of trash. They weren't even, they were the bullies. They were the assholes. Like, I feel like even Dylan Klebold's mom would have saw those coming. He really wants the people to know that he's not gay. Cargo shorts and a, just a dude shirt going to the fridge in high heels. He, Eric is the one that made him want to get a pump action Mossberg 500 shotgun that he intends to name Mackenzie. Uh, Mackenzie West was the girlfriend of Andrew Blaze. She was also the girlfriend of Randy. I don't want to do this again, but this is also the plot to the 1989 movie, uh, Cool World with Brad Pitt. Kent, get the fuck out. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. There's a murder on the loose in my town. Still? Never in a million years. Yeah, never in a million years. I think I'd say that. But, you know, unfortunately, someone had to die in order to utter the words. Yes, that's 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 a shame. It's all unfortunate. Yeah. He's still on the run. He's long gone. Yeah. How many? Just one, his wife. Wife. Uh... He just got out of prison for hoarding bom- pipe bombs. Oh. And he was, he had a five-year sentence and just got out, murdered his wife and Somebody ran. Somebody actually sent me that story. Oh, yeah? Uh, to cover on TCK, yeah. <laughs> Today. Well, it hasn't ended yeah. yet. So we'll see. So I'm not going to, I'm going to wait. wait. I'm going to wait it out. All right. Let me know if you need other details. I guess my brother worked with the guy at the, at the water park. <laughs> There's my interview. At the, at the water park. Yeah, he was a lifeguard. And he was weird. He said he was (laughs) weird, but uh, harmless at the time. I feel like harmful is the word now. Yeah. Harmful. Worst lifeguard ever. Uh, That reminds me of Tess Ritchie. Remember Mm -hmm. um, Kale Platter? He saved that guy before he killed her. That's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. (laughs) So random. Like three months before. Like, yeah, that's crazy. No wonder. I'm officially suspicious of all lifeguards now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Automatically. Uh, that's a that's scary though. You got you guys don't think he's still in your town though, right? He's on the run. Like he's on the line somewhere else. 
Is he in your basement? I think he bolted. I mean, how do you not just leave the state? But other he's people gone. think his parents he's might be hoarding the border him. Into Canada. He's probably closer yeah. to Richard and Celeste now than he is. Can't he? No, he can't. He got convicted of pipe bombs. There's no way he's getting across that border. Just swim Lake Superior. It's not that big. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like a whole <laughs> ship and get capsized from that thing. It's the biggest lake in the world. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know That's, that. Yeah. I know they That's call why it's it called Superior. Gitchigumi, which means big, big lake. <laughs> Can you see one end of the lake from the other? No. No. So if you stood on it, it would look like the ocean, like on the bank, it would look like the ocean. Yeah, yeah for sure. And the winds get rough. Wow, that's crazy. It's so flat. The winds just take it. I think that I, I think that when you get to the point where you can stand on the on the on the bank and not see the other side, that you shouldn't even call it a lake anymore. It should just be an ocean. It should be big water. Superior ocean. I forget what the reasoning is. I think it's because it's fresh water that it's called a lake. So how long if I got in a bass boat? How long would it take me to get from one end of Lake Superior to the other end of Lake Superior? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Long. It's fucking huge. Like, you know, that giant face looking lake in the middle of North America. That's the fucking Lake Superior. That big like. I think like, it takes freight freighters um, like seven days. Lake Superior is 257 kilometers wide. 159 miles. Oh, that ain't shit. Damn. It is if you're not in a boat. Hey, I've got a fun ocean fact for you. Oh, oh God. Do you guys know you guys know the Gulf Coast? Yes. Yeah. Did you know that's where the comet that killed the dinosaurs hit? What? Yes. Oh. That's fun. That is cool. So if you're standing on Alabama, if you're standing on the on the uh, on the coast of Alabama, looking out over the ocean, you know, however many million years ago, you could have watched the comet come down and and kill you. That's probably the scariest visual imaginable yeah <laughs> i don't know why but i think tsunamis are way scarier than anything else water oh, is scary yeah. i disappeared yes. in a wave once off because i was standing on like a cliff at, in oregon and oh man my brother thought i was gone because like i was like falling with the water like trying to grip onto the rocks but i got pretty close to the edge never turn your back on the ocean yeah it'll get you that's how it gets you freaking got me man knock me flat do you ever see the footage from like uh whatever fucking japanese that last gigantic one whatever it was called they found a bunch of like old tapes and shit from the wreckage and they like put all the footage on the internet it's fucking yeah, scary it's man. horrifying could you imagine just the helplessness in your oh, heart it's so scary like a mile high wave this wall of death but it looks like from a distance it looks like it's coming so slow but it's a fucking disaster like it's fast yeah. it's a kill crushing everything it's so and scary. so much yeah. pressure yeah yeah what was that movie sharknado the one with taya leone it's the one where it came off on the uh yeah on the tail end of armageddon when armageddon came out they released another end of the world movie where a comet comes was it deep Earth impact and... deep impact yes that was yeah it. that's it yeah, that movie freaked the shit out of me, man. Just imagining them like standing on a beach and getting fucking slapped in the face with that thing. It's the scariest part of that movie. Do you think that would kill you immediately? I think that it would rip the skin off your bones. I think it would like impact your rib cage so hard that your heart would just immediately stop like a car accident. Well, knowing my luck, I'd catch a great white to the face at like 270 miles an hour 
a fucking blue whale <laughs> just eat you enough so you're still alive and don't die from the thing but you have to die from the shark that's yeah <laughs> fucking giant squid just sucks on your head i wonder how far up it washes the bodies i'm gonna drag them back out after i wonder if they find bodies like miles in you guys there. are asking the hard questions i tell you what how much semen do you think it would take <laughs> to make it? <laughs> we already answered that question. That was just for a jacuzzi, wasn't it? Wait, what are we filling up now? Uh, tsunami. The ocean to make a tsunami of semen. A semenami. More than every human being could possibly make. Yeah. Ah, you should see my search history. That's what they used to say about flying. Now we're going to space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Richard Branson. Jesus. Have you guys seen benzo's freaking rocket it looks like a penis <laughs> don't know rockets look like penises like penis. oh but it's bad and then like and then like when it's in the air the tip is supposed to explode i cannot wait to see this launch <laughs> branson's looks like a freaking x-wing it looks like a regular thing out of star wars <laughs> but then you got benzo's or whatever his name is bezos Be- whatever drugs Tsunamis can travel more than 700 kilometers an That's hour. That's about as fast as the rocket it just went to space. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't even rip the skin off your bones. That would literally explode you. That's like getting hit by a train. Yeah, that would that would pink mist you, I think. Yeah. So the bodies go nowhere. Yep. What causes them? I'm assuming like shifts in tectonic plates. Yeah, like earthquakes and stuff. Okay. Yeah. And especially if you're on like a big fault. Ah, that's scary. Oh. I love living in the middle of Canada. Literally nothing can fuck us up here. Nothing. I don't care what anybody says. That's the scariest natural disaster that exists. That volcano, though, that erupted that like so many people went to visit. Ah, fuck that. I'll, I'll take I'll take a volcano. I'll take Dante's Peak over a deep impact any day. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan is a much better hero. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? There was another movie that came out on the tail end of Dante's Peak. Twister. Oh, Twister was great. But that might have been before Dante. Yeah. My favorite thing about the movie Twister was they they make it seem like... So Helen Hunt's dad, when she's a kid, gets killed by an F5, right? An F5 tornado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, there's another F5 tornado. But the way they shoot it and the way they make it seem and everything, and it's like, oh, shit, this is the same F5 tornado that killed her dad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, he's back. The exact same one. The same one. Yeah. I've been waiting my whole life for this, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> good movie, though. Yeah. I, I do love the old movies where, like, like a, a cop movie with, like, like Tom Hanks with his dog, whatever that fucking one was, remember? Turner, Turner and Hooch. Hooch. I love that movie. Yeah, but they give Hooch emotions, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The dog always goes like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like goes and does things. I love that show. I love when they give animals emotions and these buddy animal movies are great. Did you guys ever see uh oh what was the name of that movie? It was a serious movie it, uh where the the dad thinks he's being commanded by God to murder people. Uh Hitch Club Killer. No, it's got Matthew McConaughey in it. So Randy Stare. Yeah. I really want to know what happens. <laughs> Speaking of weird movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a perfect segue. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey starred in a movie with a rape whale and a pimp frog. 
<laughs> I'd see the remake. Matthew McConaughey was also in the third Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not a lot of people know that. They did the thing that I love with sequels, especially with horror, where they, they know how campy they are. And they said, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's just go hard on it. And they did. Yeah. They I love that fucking movie. Anyway, like... Some of them, they try to take themselves too seriously at, in the sequels. Mm. Not this one. They just said, fuck it. Leatherface is a character. Now let's just do it. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, this yeah. one's completely self-aware. Yeah. Like oh, 100% yeah. self-aware. Okay. Awesome. It's like the difference in, do you remember like when the Child's Play movies, the Chucky movies went from the version where it's a horror movie with very little comedy to uh, Chucky as we know him now with the stitches and the and staples. The nail gun. And got the one-liners and the. That's why you Chucky's know. amazing. That's the same thing with Leprechaun. All they they took it and they went, you know what? Let's take the best parts of these movies, which isn't the fucking storyline. It's just the character, and fucking let them play with it. I like Warwick Davis is amazing. Have you guys watched the new Chucky movies? Yeah, yeah the new ones are trash. With fucking Mark Hamill. Yeah, they're terrible. Oh, they're not awful. It's an AI doll. Yeah, I, I like the murder with lightning bolt. That was the best. You know, I do not like when he gets a bride that just no it's amazing. that was the best one yeah she's hilarious right of chucky yeah. best best one rob zombie fucking living dead girl after she kills the cop is fucking jennifer iconic. tilly you gotta love yes. jennifer tilly yeah oh she's brilliant i love yeah. her i'm not saying i i didn't like the movie i just just like this doll scene is so weird i'm a i'm a dip out. Fuck, yeah yeah <laughs> scene of chucky was, oh is that bad? i don't know which one it was Seed is when things started getting really weird. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like Billy Boyd as Glenn. Like, is that the baby? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the best. But I love Billy Boyd. Okay. Honestly, like give me anything he, he does and I'll think it's art. But they're not even okay. horrors anymore. They're comedies mm-hmm. and they're funny. Yeah. They're like comedies now. Yeah. They're fucking hilarious. Those yeah. Well, no, because yeah. remember they tried to rein it back in with Cult of Chucky. Yeah. yeah. And it was not no. good. With um, Brad Dourif's daughter was playing the which is Fiona. weird yeah it was it was brad durf's actual daughter playing the like vic you know the heroine yeah okay right and then at the end her and jennifer tilly her and tiffany like he's in her body and oh. he's like making out with with jennifer tilly oh, and it's weird, weird because like yeah. in real life they're actually related such the weirdest most confused direction <laughs> I won't lie to you, man. I, I, I will watch it again and again, even though it was bad. All right, let's get on with this shit, people. I'm hot. He's hot. I know. <laughs> you should see this farmer's tan. Look at that, Celeste. Do you, did you get it from working outside or from sitting you on moist? your ass at camp? Are you moist? Did you get it from working outside or from sitting on your ass at camp? Working outside. Then and, yes. And sitting in my ass at camp, both. Ooh, well, I have mixed feelings. There you go. <laughs> Maybe not Mr. Right, Mr. Right now. <laughs> Did she just make a barf sound? That's so fucking rude, Richard. I- <laughs> you would be lucky. Using me, using me as an object, using me as an object is what's the gross thing. As if you would treat me like that. I thought I was uh, Mr. Right for not right now. Ugh. All right. Well. <laughs> are sweaty look at you i'm a fat guy (laughs) yeah but you're sweating like rosie o'donnell at a golden corral buffet we make him nervous
On April 11th, Randy receives his much-anticipated shotgun. He records a video where he talks about how logistically a shotgun isn't the best weapon for a massacre because he'd only be able to kill a handful of people. Yeah, close range. There's also something cool about a shotgun. But I would say... I like in like I have no idea because I've never shot a gun in my entire life. But I love watching movies where they've got the shot, shotgun in the one hand and they're just like, oh, you're talking about that Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator cock. That is a pump action. Yeah, I Duke love that. Nukem. I want to. I like that. the noise it makes. <laughs> well, with a shotgun, I mean, if you're if you're more than if you're more than 15, 20 foot away, you're just gonna hurt them. You're not gonna kill them. That's why everybody chooses an AR-15. And why we try to paint the AR-15 as this. Device. Oh, so that one that does that is the pump action. And a normal shotgun, is that the one that you pull down and put the bullets in and then flick it back So they're both shotguns. The difference is the loading mechanism. That's it. So right. A breakdown shotgun is just, it breaks in half. You either load a single barrel or a double barrel. So the, not ideal for a, for a massacre. Okay. So that's what he's got. He's got one of those ones. No, he's he's got a... Pump action Mossberg 500. Yeah, that's pump action. Is what he has okay. right now. And there's also different like buckshots you can get. There's ones that like compact all the buckshot into one. And there's one that spreads it all the way out to hit a lot of birds. Okay. It's a bird oh. gun. Yeah, it's okay. for flight. Um, right. But yeah, that's that would be like my ideal gun for home invasion. And just one more gun question. Why with the shotgun? The one that they that you break. Why do they cut the barrels off? Why do they saw? Well, that's that? illegal. Uh, and there's the only reason I think is because it looks cool, but it's also very okay. painful to shoot. It's also easier to conceal. I think that's the reason. Yeah, super easy to conceal too. But it'll knock your shoulder off of your body. Yes, it, it yes. kicks like a mule. My father actually sawed the wood part off of a shotgun so that I could reach and use it easily as a 12 year old. Hmm. Oh, so that's terrible. He would called it his sawed off. And I'm like, dad, dad, you shut the, you cut the butt off. The wrong end off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't call it a sawed off (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) when you just made it shorter for me to hold it. Well, now, now, now I know all about shotguns. I, I will go and share my knowledge with the rest of my Australian friends. Yeah. <laughs> they're for birds. Yeah, they're great for invasions. birds. Turkeys. Uh, or but, home defense. But if you, yeah. And the reason people choose them for home defense is because you're, unless you're rich, you're a millionaire, you're probably not going to encounter somebody in your home that's more than 15 feet away, 10, 15 feet away, which is it's more than mm. ideal for. But if you're trying to shoot somebody in a setting where there's long hallways, where they're gonna, there's going to be some standoff, some distance. Not ideal, especially if you're trying to get the most points possible. Yeah, and multiple people. That's why that <laughs> AR-15 um, automatics are illegal, but semi-automatic is as many times as you pull the trigger. Yeah. A bullet's coming out. Yeah. Okay, uh, ma- yeah. You know, manual is, you got to cock it every time. So. so the gun you always see being demonized that will be on CNN like every other day, you know, is an AR-15 or an M4. It's the same thing. The M4 shoots a five five six round in a in a, in a in are they big guns or are they a hand? It's hand? the one my husband showed you. Oh, okay. It's like the I've got one upstairs. I can go get it for you if you want me to. Uh, it's black. It looks like an assault. They call it a assault rifle all the time. AR. Oh yeah, yes. AR fifteen. Yeah. 
Uh, mm -hmm. the reason people choose those for mass shootings is because they're semi-automatic, like what Tally was just saying. And it's also as many times as you hit the trigger, it's a rifle round. So it's, so you can hit somebody up to 500 meters with one of those, if you, especially if you got a scope on it. And an automatic rifle is you hold the trigger and it goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Rambo. Yeah. Yes. Very much yeah. like Rambo. They're illegal. All right. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I have absolutely no idea about guns. Well, out. I've, I mean, I've seen our cops' guns in their their holsters, and they're they're like they're all they're all black. Yep. Like all the cops are black. Their weapons are black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the old stereotype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So he says in this video that what he would like to do is shoot up a supermarket, and then of course make it out. Uh, he stressed that he didn't want to die in the supermarket. What he wanted to do is be able to make it home and then die in his room surrounded by his girls, which is all of his posters of Ember and like his drawings of like his girlfriend, Mackenzie West and Rachel Shadows and fucking Alex, whatever, the ghost squad, right? I will not allow that. It's like the most simp suicide ever. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so random because it's all made up in your head. You're always with them, and yeah, none of these people even exist. And why take other people with you? That well, we'll get into why you did that. Okay, I gotta know. We'll go here. Okay, so uh, he explains that the reason that he would choose a supermarket is because a supermarket's aisles provide cover so that the victims won't see you coming. Um, the only hard part about a supermarket is that there are more exits that you need to block compared to other places, but there's lots of stuff to block doors with pallets and machinery in the back and stuff like that. Right. Chips. Good luck getting through this. It's like the lightest, <laughs> the, the least good barricading thing. Marshmallows. Bread. <laughs> Actually, bread would work because it would, you know, bread would like get bunched up underneath the crack between the door. And it would just be like, fuck! Like, use it as, like, spice filler. <laughs> Depends on the kind. Wonder Bread, for sure. But if you're trying to get out with French loaves, I'm sorry. Yeah, it would, it would work just like a doorstop. Yeah, for sure. You just need one loaf of bread. You should have went to somewhere smaller with a loaf of bread and just blocked the back door, you know? Yep. That's all you need. <laughs> Take it out of the package, put it at the bottom, and then stomp the shit out of it. Okay, we're not here to advise future mass okay, shooters, sorry. so let's keep our wisdom. Oops. I would actually argue that a supermarket is not the ideal place to get. Let's not go into that. No, I think we should go into that. The Vegas guy had it for sure. But is he is he choosing like a massive supermarket, like, or is it just like a corner? Yeah, it was decently big. It's like as big as like I don't know Safeway. You have Safeway there. It'd be like our Walmart. No, not that big. Oh, okay. Our Target, our Kmart's? Is Kmart even a thing? Probably like a Kroger. Yeah, that's what you have there. Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would pick somewhere with a lot of hallways. I think Tally's right. The fucking Eagle's Nest in a hotel room barricaded in. That's pretty fun. During a music festival or whatever. Over yeah, a huge yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, but you're not going to get that done with a shotgun. But no, no, not with a shotgun. Don't do that. No. All you're going to do is make it rain on people. Yeah. But that, that's literally like people would be like, what the fuck was that? 
that stung like a bitch. Why are there pebbles falling from the sky? Hot pebbles. Hot pebbles. You're just inconveniencing people. Like at the like, yeah. love this song, but my neck is killing me. Fuck! I'm mildly irritated. <laughs> you guys see that meme where it's like, instead of hell, you go to heck. That's what happens in heck. Yeah, yes. exactly. A yeah, mass shooting, yeah. eagle eye with a shotgun. Imagine how much of a loser you would feel like if you went on a shooting spree and nobody even knew it. Yeah. <laughs> God, such a failure. Nobody even knows. They're going to be so mad when they realize I broke this window. Yeah, he goes down, gets charged by the front desk. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> this is not my fucking day. Yeah. Fine, I'll pay for it. He tries to he tries to Facebook live it, but he can't get into the fucking hotel's Wi-Fi because the password's wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just 60 rednecks leaving a concert with sore necks, madder than hail. <laughs> well, anyway, he had a shotgun, so the supermarket was his best option with the shotgun because they wouldn't see him coming. Shotgun, you just you just go in a little room and go like, help me, I, I'm stuck behind here, and then wait for someone to walk around the corner and spam. Then you just keep I still that. think <laughs> a movie theater is the best place. Honestly, oh, it, it's so unsuspecting. It's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. Yeah, it just kind of feels like it's cheating. Yeah, it's open season, yeah. man. City it feels ducks. cheap, though. It is. And I don't know if that's a factor that they think about. Yeah, because you're coming into all their backs and it's completely black in there. Like you can't see. Yeah, they're not even going to know what's going on. They might even think it's the movie. Yeah, especially if, you, if you're at a Michael Bay film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time it perfectly. Is this movie 4D? I have blood on my cheek. Weird. Nah. <laughs> Ow, my fucking neck. How does everything smell like hot pennies? These, these Michael Bay films are getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the production quality. <laughs> story is still shit. Two stars. What Do not story? Recommend. There's no fucking storyline in Michael Bay movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Uh, since he broke his finger, he'd been working night shift. And so working night shift would be the perfect time to do it. There's only a handful of people in the store. There's no customers and none of, none of them would be able to stop him. Yeah. But he was like, at the very least, I can take out my boss. Fuck that guy. I can kill my boss. But he spends the rest of the video explaining that he doesn't actually even mind his boss. He's a cool guy. Oh, that sucks. Why does he have all this animosity against him then? It's just the boss thing, I guess. I'm the boss of a bunch of people that like, it doesn't go through my head that they're going to kill me. But like it uh, being a boss, like being in a power position, people want to fuck you up already. Like I get so much shit over stupid shit just because I'm the fucking boss. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine someone who wants to shoot up somewhere. I'd be the first fucking target. Automatic hate. Um, I think actually it was a surrogate for his father. Because his father was actually a daytime manager at that same supermarket, but he decided basically there's better, it's better to do it at night. And also there's no point in killing his dad unless he suffers a lot first. And so he was like, I did the psychomath and he's going to suffer more from the consequences of my actions. Mm. Psychomath. Yeah. It adds up real quick. Yeah. So uh, he also mentioned in this video that if possible, he would like to kill his mom and brother. Um, and he sort of like ponders on it for a little while, but in later videos, he's he's he says basically like, I'm actually pretty close with them. I like them. I don't want to kill them. But he was thinking on it. 
this is early stages of his planning. So he was sort of just thinking out loud, I think. Yeah. Are his parents just not watching any of the, I guess this wasn't his videos that he posted online. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the manifesto he saved to the server. Yeah. Uh, fuck man. Do you think you'd notice any type of thing? Like I, I noticed my kids are in a bad mood or, you know, I noticed little things like you think, I don't know. This seems so, if my kids wanted to shoot me, I feel like I'd know. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Would you know if Oscar was wearing a bra or shaving his legs or peeing sitting down? Would you think you'd notice those things? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go with the bra part for sure. Like I see what he's wearing. It was middle of summer. He bought a bra and I could tell. Yeah, exactly. His parents are not noticing these things. It's so fucking random. I don't know. His parents aren't paying attention. I don't know if they work a lot. There's really not a lot of information on his parents other than he, his dad is kind of a hard ass, but all of their demands are very reasonable yeah okay uh his next video he dropped april 25th uh and he's in his laundry room and he's holding a quarter and he explains that it is time for the quote fate test so he's been thinking since he got his shotgun and he's decided that he's gonna flip a coin best out of three heads he kills himself in his room surrounded by his girls tails He's going to take out some people at the supermarket and then he's going to fall with the victims. So he goes outside, he puts the camera down and then he backs up so that he can flip the coin as high as he can. And you can see everything that he's not manipulating it in any way. So uh, as they land on the ground, he goes, he picks up the camera and brings it to the coin to show that he did not rig this. First flip, tails. Second flip, heads. Of course. The suspense is thrilling. Third flip, it's a tails. And he actually ended up tossing two more times anyway, both of which were tails. That's the best character in the Sonic franchise. Knuckles. Uh, I'm I'm disgusted that you said Knuckles, so I got distracted from what I was thinking. Knuckles. Are you serious? Knuckles. Oh, my God. Chinchilla. Knuckles. All right. I don't know who any of those characters are. Either. <laughs> You're not the only one. Well, you know, in his head, he thinks he looks like the bad guy from No Country from Old Men for Old Men. <laughs> like, that's what he thinks. He, but he's like nine foot tall and eight pounds dripping wet. <laughs> yeah. He just looks like he belongs at an anime convention. I love that scene. That is the greatest scene in cinema, as far as I'm concerned. Like, anim- anime? No, the quarter scene from No Country for Old Men. Oh, I thought you meant like scene, like you know. No, like no, like the anime scene. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn, Celeste. I'm down with the scene. <laughs> First no. knuckles, now this. Yeah. That is one of the best scenes ever. I agree with you. But how do you? How do we know he didn't just do like six videos and that's the only one he posted? You know what I mean? Like he. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. The fate, the fate thing is stupid. It's like, go fuck yourself, man. I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay, well. No. Yeah. I mean, I have no reason for thinking that, but I genuinely don't think the video was manipulated or re-recorded. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. I think I think he was decided in what he was going to do, considering he flipped That's what I two think. more times for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I think he was hoping for the results that he wanted. Yeah, if he would have gotten heads on those extra ones, he would have been like, well, I'm just going to go with what my original fate said. He got tails and went, see, fate. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't like- know. I don't want to write off that he might have just not. If he had gotten heads, 
I don't write it off because he has like such a insane belief system that like what if it's ember from the other side saying that i shouldn't do this yeah you know i I don't want to write it off i think maybe it could have been different if you know there's some other alternate dimension where coin flips go the other way this is what's crazy to me um i understand people getting wrapped around the the axle of religion because somebody else made this up right yeah so like it's not in your head but how you can get wrapped up around something being real that you yourself made up is baffling to me no it's true it's a like i don't know uh i don't think getting a vaccine is a good idea because someone's trying to poison me it's like yeah but where do you get that is anybody being poisoned you know what i mean like you just made that up yeah you know I, i don't know believing like making something up and then believing it is a lot of science because, like, I mean, they make up a theory and then they test it and it turns out to be yeah, real. But, but it's not that they made that up. That was already concrete. They just figured it out. Well, this, you know, for all he knows, this is just him testing a theory. Right. So, I mean, it's only as real until it's been proven. It's the same level of real. But the scientists wouldn't pursue it if they didn't believe it. Yeah, but there's there's no science behind this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say he was smart. <laughs> If the only way to test your theory is by dying, it's kind of hard to come back from that. Yeah, but the problem is, like, nobody else wanted to test his theory. He didn't tell anyone about his theory. That's the problem. They didn't even know what theory they were testing. They were just trying to buy carrots. Yeah. (laughs) I just needed my kale. Some poor high bastard was just trying to get a hold of some Haagen-Dazs ice cream bars. It was night shifts. Definitely yeah, getting Hagen exactly. Dazs ice cream bars. There was no customers in the store. Oh, okay. There were no customers. Okay. I'm guessing someone died. Then if it's not shifting, there's no customers. Everybody there is definitely high. I stand by my original statement. <laughs> yeah. You're, not, you're probably not wrong. Too bad Randy didn't pick up a joint and fucking settle his mind a little bit. Yeah, he needs one or five. Someone put a Thrive patch on this guy because he has zero serotonin. <laughs> thrive is an mlm company that's why it was funny i was gonna say there's serotonin packets now i thought that's fucking crazy that's what they like, tell you though they're like it'll give you an oh, energy okay. boost so i gotta do is tie it to your waistband or whatever i'm just gonna buy mdma like a uh, old school guy like whatever happened to doing just drugs you know what i mean <laughs> what yeah. get whatever happened to lsd listen self-care is out we're doing drugs again yeah, exactly. Fuck self-care. Self-care was never in on this show, ever. At no point did we suggest actually taking care of yourself. We proved on Telly's last episode that we all need to be constantly drunk to survive. I'll drink to that. I was just thinking, what about aliens? <laughs> mm. You think aliens are responsible for this behavior? No, I think that aliens are like alien abductions are a delusion, but at least in Randy's, nothing was going up his ass. Mm-hmm. Is he an alien? Randy, maybe. What if he just really needed to take his temperature real quick and the only thing he could find was a mercury stick? I think he would just die. Ah. What's the name of this girl that he created again? Ember. Which one? Ember he didn't create. Ember is based on the show. The girlfriend he made is named Mackenzie. So here's the thing, though. There's more proof of aliens than there 
than there is Mackenzie. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> well, nobody gave Mackenzie a chance. Yeah, nobody gave her a chance. I guarantee you there is a subculture somewhere on the internet that genuinely has adopted Ember's Ghost Squad as their belief system. There's also a subculture of furries that doesn't mean anything. They don't believe in anything. They just like to put on costumes and fuck. (laughs) Is that what they do in those things? Yes, we do. Oh, wait, they do. Yes, they (laughs) do. do. Some of them, some of them don't. Some of them just like dressing up. Froddering. Some are just out, uh, for the froddering of the suit. That would just be so sweaty. It's the same with people that dress up as as like adult babies. Some of them. Yeah, it's a kink. Yeah. What did some, you say some... about sweaty? Richard does look like he's been wearing a furry suit. Can uh, we wrap this up? I got a giant fucking bunny in my bed right now. I'd like to get back to. <laughs> <laughs> His wife just appears behind him, shaking the collar and the lead. She's dressed up like Donnie Darko bunny. Like, come on, move over with me. Yes, lady. That's my favorite bunny. It's a good one. Terrifying one. I love that movie. It's a perfect movie for sure. When are you going to take off that stupid human mask? Why don't you suck a fuck? How exactly do you suck a fuck? Language, (laughs) children. (laughs) It's funnier because they're actual siblings. So the tension is real. Really? Yeah, the sister's Maggie Jill and all. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm voting to caucus, Dad. Movie also had Patrick Swayze in it. Yeah, as a pedophile. <laughs> oh my God. That was crazy, that part. I was like, oh no, Patrick, The moment he was there doing? with like the dance girls, I was like, pedophile. They foreshadowed it pretty heavily. Okay, so Randy's family was really into guns. They had like a whole shooting range behind their house. They liked to play with guns a lot. His mom would film him every time he played with guns in the backyard. That's weird. Such support. We're finally seeing the support though. Yeah. Blast off this ammo. Yeah, I, I do I didn't notice you wearing a bra and shaving your legs, but I did notice you hit the target properly. Well, the weird thing is she talks in a lot of them, and it's like Woo-hoo, like great job honey that was so good wow that thing's really got a kick to like she sounds like such a mom yeah oh. and it's it's just not what you would expect like you'd expect her to be like give me another beer you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yes or just like constantly on the phone or something like angelica pickles mom not not what we see here which is strange Like, you think she would be noticing this shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so his mom actually recorded the first time he shot off his brand new shotgun named Mackenzie, his Mossberg 500. Oh, that's rich. Yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't the last time he shot it. His dad really didn't like that he got such an unnecessarily high caliber weapon, which, again, shows concern to me. He really didn't like it. Mm. Um, And this is something Randy said in his videos. But then, of course, Randy was like, oh, well, you know, he has no leg to stand on. He's really into guns. I make my own money. You can't stop me. I really feel like if somebody would have just punched this kid in the mouth, just one hard time, just one really good hard time, it would have solved a lot of problems. I think it might just change where the mass shooting started. (laughs) I don't think he's I don't think he'd forgive. I just feel like it could reset a lot of things yeah you can knock some sense into him he just needs hit in the mouth 
just one time. No one's ever struck me. So I don't know if you can be reset by being smacked around. Is that a thing? No, it is not a thing. Depends where you are. I'm sure if you're mouthy in jail and you start getting uh, punched out, you're going to shut your mouth pretty fucking quick. You know what I mean? Like it, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. But by but being smacked up by the person raising you who you're supposed to look up to and things like that, that just flips the script all sorts yeah. of ways. I have mixed feelings. My parents gave me spankings and shit when I was young. Oh, I'm yeah, fine. I got spankings, but I never got smacked in the face or anything like that. There. Maybe it's different. Oh, I meant no, I meant like closed fist. Closed fist. Yeah, but I don't I don't think Kent meant like his parents. I think like just someone around him, like a bully, the school bully. Yeah, just another kid his age. And going like, quit being the weird kid. He just needed his ass whooped just one time. And that's like schoolyard is like a prison yard in a way, right? Like it has its same similar. There's a hierarchy. You don't fuck with the certain Mm -hmm. people. Like there's a there's a thing to it. And I don't know if smacking this guy would have done anything different, but it might have. You never fucking know, right? The belief was strong with this one. Just think somebody needed to do a hard reset. Yeah. Just, uh, just remember that you're still a person. You're not a fucking invincible because you have a shotgun. Yeah, right? exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 Because I think an ass whooping a lot of times will ground you. You're like, oh, okay. My feet are on the ground. I it's am... grounded me in the past. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Same. I've been grounded before. Yes. And sometimes it can do a lot of good. I agree. I, I I think honestly, and maybe this is too far on the right hand side from what my real beliefs are, but like I think getting your getting bullied and getting your ass beat as a child is actually beneficial. Well, he was yes. bullied at school. And it seemed quite heavily. I don't think he was ever actually like assaulted. There's the problem. <laughs> When I was a kid and there was like someone like, not like this specifically, but like there was a problem and you needed to settle it. There was fists that flew and then it was over and it changed. Shit, shit changed. It ended up being, it calmed shit down for a while. A lot of times you ended up being best friends. That's true too. Yeah, but he's not going to agree. He's not going to agree to fight someone. He's going to be hit. That's true. No, you get hit yeah. and then he's going to either cower and then it shows like, okay, stop being fucking dumb, dumb. You know what I mean? Stop being that kid, you know? Or he's just going to, like, react a different way, which is, like, shoot up a fucking... Which he was going to do anyway. Yeah, so everything would have gone the same, except he would have got punched in the mouth, and we feel better about that. (laughs) Yeah, and maybe that's what this is all about for me. You just want to punch him in the mouth? (laughs) Yeah. I know it took a long way to get there, but... uh... Well, you know what? There's a big hole in his mouth now, so... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Okay, so in the next recording, um, Randy's talking about, he's planning the massacre some more. He's saying, I think the best day for this to go down would be April 20th. And now April 20th is, of course, 420, Adolf Hitler's birthday, and the anniversary of the Columbine massacre. Oh, totally not what I was thinking at all. Bamba clot. 420 is also schmuckin' a briefer day. Yeah, that's what I said, 420. Oh. <laughs> I just heard anniversaries of horrible people. Well, that too, but 420, Hitler's birthday, Columbine Massacre. I thought you were just stating the date. 420. Because we, we do our dates different to you guys. You do month, day, year. We do day, month, year. Lara's birthday is the 21st, 420. Nice. Yeah, 42020 was supposed to be like a big deal, but it was COVID. And so. There were a lot of stoners not mad about it because they were high. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of hippies. No one needed to hose down. Quarantine. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he said that the timeline wouldn't work out because he wanted to do this before he turned 25 in September. Got goals. That's good. Like <laughs> April had already, 420 had already passed. So instead of planning it for the following April, he needed to do it before September. It is so hard for me to grasp the concept that he's a 25, like 24 year old, supposedly man. Yeah. He acts, he's acting 14. After Gypsy Rose, man, age doesn't I mean nothing know. to me. I cannot believe those two managed to kill someone. Holy fuck. They were so dumb. You're right. (laughs) And he's, oh my God. Soft, wet, anal. You you live in your own head and you have access to guns, man. This is going to get weird, you know? Shit's going to get weird. Yeah. Um, He also said that uh, before the massacre, he was going to send out all of his files, tapes, and journals just before he opens fire. So that they will never get lost like the Columbine tapes did. Uh, He starts talking about how his boss would be better off dead because, and he's now justified why he wants to shoot his boss. It's still not because he doesn't like him. He still likes his boss. But (laughs) he believes he's doing him a favor because he is a miserable retail lifer. Oh. Oh. I'm not gonna. Okay. (laughs) We all need jobs. Yeah, yep. some people really like that shit because they're really good at it. Yeah, nothing about this 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 man's thought processes is, is is makes any sense. What's yeah. nothing? I keep looking for some like ray of like something that adds up that that makes sense, and none of it makes sense. Yeah, you're not gonna find it here. <laughs> there's no wisdom rainbows anywhere yeah nearby. there's always usually something where i have some sort of empathy for these people i have zero so far for the like you know what i mean i've i don't feel bad for i i've i don't know man i don't know where this comes from it's so random and it's not like one of those cases where the guy's just batshit crazy right where where you just like you feel bad for him because well, they're clearly out of their mind yeah exactly yeah but that's not the case here this is just a loser yeah huge he never had any like he never had any like formal diagnosis of anything did he no basically the final speculation from psychiatrists after the fact is that he was indeed mentally ill um i mean he was delusional he he believed about an entire fake afterlife based on a cartoon he was delusional he was probably on the spectrum um but nothing official during Remember in Conrad Roy when we were talking about how his parents never took him to get help for his like insane depression? Yeah. This is the same sort of thing with him where the signs are obviously there and his parents never jumped the something else. No pun intended. No no pun finished. Yeah. They just were completely they just seemed completely oblivious to everything that was going on, which is so weird. How could you miss all of this? Like, fuck. And he's unintentionally being similar to the his heroes, the fucking uh, Columbine guys, because that's what they say about Columbine guys. The parent They're making pipe bombs and shit in the basement, and the parents didn't even notice. Like, how do you not notice that? You know, or in the garage or whatever, right? Randy did actually make a fuck ton of videos that were him yeah. just target shooting, practicing, getting good at his shotgun. And based on... His ability as a shooter, I assume missing things runs in the family. You don't have to be a good shot with a shotgun, though. <laughs> what a waste of time. 
Yeah. He's got to point it in a general direction. You're going to kill. What is? Are you within 10 feet of me? You're good. Yeah. You just, you could be half blonde. I don't know, man. After, after watching the videos, I think he'd still miss. <laughs> he's, he's that much of a loser. That Point he... blank with a shotgun. It hit the chips in front of the door. Oh. And, <laughs> like he's just, he's just so ass backwards in his thought process. Like yeah. he's thinking like the bigger, the barrel. Not the more rounds you've got. Yeah, no, he didn't. He, he The only reason he chose a shotgun is because Eric Harris had one. That is the only reason. Oh. oh. That is like, he was steadfast. And this is my weapon because Eric Harris used this weapon. Someone he idolizes, yes. correct? Yeah. That was one of his guys. Okay. Tell me he wore a long black trench coat too. He did not. Oh, at least there's that. Did you guys hear me? I said one of his guys, like he's got one, all of his girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like morphing. <laughs> I'm, I'm conforming into his language. Ew. I don't know why you'd even look up to that. Those guys either. They were they were the dickheads, you know. Like, anyways. Uh, well, he's a dickhead. Uh, yeah, I guess. He didn't have much to go off of. Yeah. He just found something and went with it. That's true. Yeah. He went from idolizing like other YouTubers to this too. Although, I mean, imagine you're like as homophobic as he is. And then like one of your all-time idols, Lucas Crookshank, turned out to be gay. Oh, devastational. For him. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what to think about this guy. I don't get it. I think his dick was about this big. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Just as big as his ego, basically. No, his ego was much bigger than his dick. He had like a Ron Jeremy ego. I feel like he's got self-esteem issues to have a cartoon girlfriend rather than, you know, go actually talk to a girl. See, the animation also makes sense because you can just make it bigger. Yeah. If cyberpunk taught us anything. One step at a time. (laughs) He also started plotting a way that he could ensure that the surveillance footage from his planned massacre in the supermarket was released. Uh, because he really wanted access to the full surveillance tapes of, of course, the Columbine Massacre. So he assumed he was going to be someone else's Eric Harris. Nobody looks up to these guys. Well, someone does. Don't look up to these guys. There's lots of people that do, and those are the people that know nothing about actually what was going on, because they they oh, they look at, like, the these guys are, like, the, the bullied, and they, they were picked on, and they snapped one day and killed all the jocks, but that's not the case. These guys were the ones that were bullying people. These were the asshole kids. Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris were the assholes. They were not, the jocks were not picking on them. They were the ones going around being assholes. But that's what the, the they're folk heroes. Like, yeah, it's a blind belief. It's Ronnie McNutt. It's the reason all the people are defending McNutt to us, even though they know nothing about him yeah, or even what happened. Sure. Just, sure. they just pick something to cling on to. Like, sure, this is my bullied idol. This is my mental illness idol. I'm not going to learn anything, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to stand with them anyway. Although with him, he may have actually fully known that and liked that more. Could be. Not wrong. Uh, He mentions in the same video, he starts talking about how his YouTube career is the reason that no one is going to see this coming because he's established that he is just playing a dark character on the internet. And so everyone will think that this is all just pretend. This kid's such a knob. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, so according to the show Ember's Ghost Squad, Randy believed that part of the afterlife with Ember 
with the ghost squad was the ability to re-enter the mortal plane and just straight up kill people. So part of his belief was that even after the massacre, once he died, he would be able to come back and just keep on killing and haunting people. And so this, this like part of the reason that he aimed so small is because he believed that he would just be able to keep going. And so he gets the notoriety and he thinks all of his stuff is released into the world. And then he just gets to keep going with the, with what he wants to do, which is killing people. Which is also what uh, Jake Busey's character does in The Frat Nurse. Oh, I love that movie. I reckon that is such an underrated movie. I love it. Exactly what the, what the Grim Reaper, Jake Busey, that's what his character's doing. Like he goes on a killing spree. And then he comes back and he keeps killing. It's exactly it's the same thing. It's the plot to that movie. Another copy of a plot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Kit with the movie facts. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I really hope this gives you some perspective <laughs> on when you're so mean to the operator. <laughs> It's just the plot to the Frotners. That's all this is. But there's no Michael J. Fox in this story. Unfortunately. Please, if you think Randy had bad aim, Michael J. Fox is going to have way worse aim. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I gave it a hundred thumbs down. <laughs> all at once. Oh, Christy's yelling at me. I'm not sorry. <laughs> You're also not wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Michael J. Fox. I love him too. He's from here. They should make Michael J. Fox and Mike in Back to the Future Three, just like shaking like he does, and just like don't time travel, kids. This is what happens. No, it'd be number four or whatever four. Yeah, they should just make number four with him, just an old man being like, "Time travel makes you shake," <laughs> or he takes over Doc Brown. And he's got wiry hair and is shaking. And there you go. Christopher Lloyd Aww. still looks great too. If he didn't have social anxiety, he could still play. He Don does. Brown. He's amazing. I got he's to incredible. talk to him for about uh, 20 minutes about two years ago. And he looks exactly the same now because they aged him up in the movies yep. to look older. But now they wouldn't even have to put any makeup. He just looks like Doc Brown in Back to the Future now. Wow, there you go. that's so, so cool. But the reason he quit acting is because he has like crippling social anxiety. Oh, wow. and he gets like he has like panic attacks behind camera or in front of the camera. But I thought you were gonna say Christopher Lloyd looks like so good, he looks like he was in One Flew Over Cuckoo Nest. I was like, wow, he got younger. Anyways, <laughs> that's such a good movie. Hold oh. up, he's in that movie. Yeah, he's in that movie. Oh, yeah. Guess who this is in that movie? Danny DeVito. DeVito, young DeVito, I think 25-year-old DeVito. And he's looks hilarious. great. Very handsome. Yes, I remember him. But who's Christopher Lloyd? He's the guy. He's he's he plays himself, basically. Like he plays yeah, he's like, a hothead. Hothead, like, what are you doing? But is he oh, like an orderly? Or is he like... No, he's a patient. Oh, I cannot picture him at all. I'm going to have to watch it again. He's very young. Yeah, he's not bald. You know who else is in that? Brad Dourif. Adorable. Yeah, yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Right. And then he goes on to be Chucky and Wormtongue. And yeah. you're like, holy shit. How was he so cute? Adorable, man. Love that guy. He even had like boyish acne. Oh. Sad ending for that character, though. Yeah, no kidding. 
Okay. So yeah, all that to be said, he's not afraid of dying. In fact, he couldn't wait to die because he knew he'd be so happy in this afterlife. And he's talking about like, I can't wait to die. And he's so emotional. He is crying, actually crying about how excited he is to die. Wow. And one of the reasons, of course, that he was so happy was because he was finally going to go and be with Mackenzie, his girlfriend. You don't know her. She lives in the spirit realm. And she goes to another school. <laughs> in <Yeah>. Canada. <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> and he's saying things like, they go way back. They are soulmates across time. She's changed his life. She talks to him all the time in his head, and he can't describe how much he loves her. He says that every night when he goes to sleep, he says, Good night, Em. I love you. And he's talking about something he drew, like he's looking at a photograph of someone. Like he's, mm-hmm. he mentioned, he describes, okay, her beautiful eyes, her innocent smile, and her perfect body. Like he didn't draw it. I hope, I hope they didn't, after the fact, pay that psychiatrist to say, uh, oh, yeah, he was definitely mentally ill. Uh, any money. Like I hope nobody was like, oh, really? Let's take notes on that. Like obviously he's fucking mentally ill. Like, anyways like (laughs) yeah this is like genuine emotion like uh, undeniably he's not acting this is this was insane to watch he also mentions that she's the perfect height which is funny because all of the members of the ghost squad are between eight and 11 feet tall so richard that's what i like i like the big big and tough and strong you know what i mean pick me up (laughs) are you having some second thoughts about this afterlife now I finally found a reason to like this guy. <laughs> it took fucking three and a half hours, but we got there. I like him now a little bit. Can I have one of them? Does he, he gets Mackenzie, but there's a bunch of these girls. You think um, who's left? Rachel, Rachel shadows. Yeah. Do I have to go kill someone though? Cause I don't want to do that. Part. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With Rachel. Definitely. You will have oh, to kill someone. Fuck's sake. There's a um, froggies there. Would you like <laughs> Would you like to be with Froggy? He's there. How big is this fucking frog? <laughs> He's like eight and a half feet tall. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll fuck Froggy. Ginger. That sounds hot. Ginge. This guy. Fucking this guy. Um. Okay, so part of his belief system is that you can only join the ghost squad once you've accomplished whatever your purpose was in life. And so he hesitated to kill himself for so long because he'd never been convinced that he had accomplished his purpose. Until one day, just like how he realized Ember was real and part of the ghost squad, he suddenly realized what his purpose was, which presumably is to commit the mass shooting, but he never actually says that. Later that day, same day, he records a new video. And this video is him cackling maniacally about having bought 250 rounds of ammunition. Like he's wandering around the room with the camera filming these giant duffel bags of shotgun shells. That's got to be so heavy. That's just so stupid. It's just so stupid. You're going to get through 12 before you're shot by cops. So he's a fucking idiot. No, because he spent so much time. He spent so much time target practicing. He almost ran out. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's got three left. <laughs> I actually <laughs> genuinely think that. Yes. He was like, oh, I'm not going to buy more. I'm going to be dead soon. Ah, oh. an idiot. You know what? It's also the most cringy shit ever is when somebody tries to cackle maniacally. That's the most (laughs) not scary attempt at being scary ever. Every time I've ever seen it. Oh, you're crazy. We get it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. So Harley Quinn. It was hysterical laughter. And it was, yeah, it wasn't like evil, right? It was exactly, it was like crazy. Like trying to be a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a situation where you should be concerned, but I'm laughing. I understand. (laughs) This is crazy. Please excuse my laughter. I have a condition. Yeah. Yeah. The only person who does that cool is Joker. So fuck off. That's not even original. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, this was before Joaquin's Joker. So. Yeah, but it was after the only Joker that mattered, and that was Jared Leto's. (laughs) Oh, you're an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Thanks for the one star fucking review, Kent. I had to choke that out. Just (laughs) (laughs) the only guy maybe more dislikable than than this chode. I like Jared Leto a lot, actually. He's He's a tool bag. I really like 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, it's okay. I honestly don't mind 30 Seconds. But the best Jared Leto thing ever is Fight Club when he gets his face fucking caved in. That's the best part of Jared Leto ever. You're like, oh, that is fantasy fulfilling right there. Requiem for a Dream was a really good movie. It was an amazing movie. Yeah. I can't remember what movie he was that cult leader in, but that one was aight. When he was young, he did this sort of like uh, cheesy horror movie called Urban Legend. Yeah. <gasps> yes. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it was one of those movies that came out on the tail end of I Know What You Did Last Summer. They were trying to yeah. get on the hop train from that movie. Oh, that was even a hype train from Scream. Scream. Right? Like that was that was all Scream based. Yeah. All these like teen ooh, mystery killer. He also played Mark David Chapman. He did. Oh yeah, and he gained all that weight. Yeah. He put on a shit yeah. ton of weight for that. Yeah. Yeah. Way different. Yeah, it was crazy. You wouldn't even recognize him. Lord of War. He's in a lot of good movies. It's just like. I like him. He's also trying to start his own cult, like where people worship him. Oh, yeah, like, that's new though. That's chode behavior. Good looking dude. I'd fuck him. I didn't say I wouldn't fuck him. <laughs> I hate fuck him, you know? I'll just be disappointed afterwards in myself. There's another way. <laughs> God damn it, Kent. <laughs> okay, so um yeah, so he picked, he just picked the biggest box of ammunition that he could find, and he ordered it online. So he didn't know how many shells were actually in this goddamn thing. So yeah, he is once again crying, <laughs> talking to the posters on his wall. Um, once he settles down a bit, he gets his shotgun and shows the world that he put duct tape all over the grip, which is a uh, tip from Mr. Eric Harris. Very scary. Jeez. They make them grippable. Yeah, not even necessary. I yeah. guess the kickback really hurts your fucking hand. And this makes it a little bit softer. What a baby. Yes. Hey, man, he has a broken finger. <laughs> For God. Pinky. This is why I'm working nights. Nobody even, we don't even need our pinkies. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't aware you fucking shot a shotgun like the queen. Pull. Pull, so nice. You could fucking take both my pinkies right now. I wouldn't even notice it until like Thursday. Okay. What do you do with your pinkies on Thursday? Yeah, exactly. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Just, he hurt his pinky, please. I know so many guys that are missing both their legs and they whine less than this little bitch <laughs> does about his broken pinky. All of my uncles are missing their ring finger because they're all farmers. Yeah, you probably never heard them talk about it. They don't even remember it. You ask them how it happened. They don't, they're like, I don't remember. That happened about 73. I guess yeah, all I know exactly. is my wedding ring got hooked onto some shit and I kept going and my finger didn't. Yeah, because they had to get the potatoes out of the ground or their fucking whole family would die. Yeah, exactly. They didn't have time to go back to their bedroom and cry to a, a picture that they drew. 
So he went and he got himself another shotgun. And he named this one Rachel after Rachel Shadows, which is Mm -hmm. his school shooter character. So while he's showing off his gun, he talks about the date that he plans for the shooting. And he's planned it for June 9th. But he said that for some reason he believed it would end up being June 7th because of whatever situations outside of his control. Um, He did say that he might have to be moved because the only person that he has decided that I'm definitely going to kill, as we know, is the boss that he likes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's possible his boss might be moving off night shift, so he would have to do it before he switches. But if he doesn't move shifts, he might be taking vacation, so on, so forth. But he decided for sure that his boss definitely had to die. And every other fatality would just be a bonus. I'm going to say it again. He didn't even dislike the guy. That's the scariest part. No issues with the dude. It's just, I want to kill someone. And if it's him, like, I I like the guy, but I guess it's got to be him. Like, that's terrifying to me. That could be anyone. That's anyone. That could be anyone, right? It is. It's not even like just avoid pissing people off and you'll be fine. It doesn't matter. They still might want to kill me. Yeah. That sucks yeah anyway he says that wednesday is the busiest night shift of the week and so he's decided that he wants to do it on a wednesday Uh, another one of the bonuses for him about wednesday is that there was a woman he worked with that would be working that day and he hates this woman oh finally so finally someone he hates he wants to kill i'm I'm back on board (laughs) so he he justifies wanting to kill her he describes her he says She's like 200 pounds, which really seemed to piss him off. Like Ugh. her weight was a personal attack against him. First time this guy's making sense. <laughs> hey, uh, Kent, how much do you weigh there, bud? Probably about 250. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle weighs more than fat. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not an envy thing, all right? She could She could pick him up and shake him. Yeah, I'm sure she could beat his ass, his bony bitch ass. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he, yeah, he really hates that she's 200 pounds. He really just fires off on this point for too long. Um, he calls her a typical girl, quote, typical girl, because when they work together, she complains constantly about the manager, which he wants to kill, but doesn't dislike. And then she bitches about the other coworkers all the time. All these typical girls made out of flesh and blood. You should be drawn on a piece of paper like a real woman. (laughs) (laughs) This guy sounds a lot like that. uh, Jesus fucking Christ. I swear to God. That, that, that. Oh, no, this actually isn't a movie. It was that douchebag kid in the BMW that ran a bunch of people over. Oh, the incel, the, the incel, incel. The... Uh, Elliot Rogers, Elliot, Elliot Rogers. Yeah, this guy is this guy is related to Elliot Rogers somehow. Like this is they're ripped from the same cloth. <laughs> I'm the perfect man. Yeah, Santa Monica, right? Santa yeah, Monica yeah, master? yeah, yeah. That rich boy that couldn't like fathoms girls not wanting him because he was so fucking creepy. With him, it was kind of like it was weird because he was born like really handsome. And you're raised to believe that when you're handsome, you get everything. But he was so off-putting that he wasn't getting everything. And he was also rich. He was handsome and yeah. rich. So he did in his head, he shouldn't have to do anything. Yeah, weird guy. That'd be a good episode, actually. Deeps. Uh, he was one of the ones I considered for Mass Shooter, <laughs> but I went with Randy because he's... Weirder. Well, Randy. Way weirder. You, you can go ahead with Santa Monica. I'm not going to do it. Same level of loser. Different kind different. of weird. Yeah, different. Where am I at here? Oh, yeah. So 
I don't disagree with him. Honestly, the people who complain constantly at work are the second worst type of coworker. And the first, of course, being people that are happy to be there. <laughs> the worst worker, the people that piss me off the most that are happy workers are the people that do flagging on the highway where they're like the stop slow signs. And you see the ones that are all smiling and happy, like that job sucks, man. There's no way you're happy. Go, go fuck yourself. Be yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> be pissed. Bro. You know, be pissed. It's okay. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you? You should be mass shooting. Why? Yeah, what is? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he said, "Quote: I can't wait for Mackenzie to blow her head off." So he really hated this bitch. He also mentions in this video that when he's part of Ember's Ghost Squad, he's going to come back and he's going to be there for outcasts like him and that he'll be in their heads ready to talk to them and hear them and be a friend or whatever, because no one was a friend to him except for all the friends he was shitting all over, which sounds like weirdly familiar to me. It sounds like <coughs> like not wrong. Might have covered it in another episode. Oh my God. Yeah, I think I'll have to check my one star reviews. Hang on. Randy Stair wasn't a veteran god damn it he was an asshole he's not a veteran he was an asshole you know what if he was a veteran well people would just be standing up for him too they would for sure although actually that's not true a lot of mass shooters have military backgrounds like a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, so he's, while he's talking, you can see him, he's clearly, like, visualizing. Like, the way that he lists out all the things that you need to do before, like, a vacation you've planned forever, but didn't pack for until the last minute. Or, like, someone who's, like, found out that they have, like, three months to live and needs to get their affairs in order. Which I guess is a better simile for this. Yeah. What kind of affairs does he have? That, like, I want my, my McKenzie poster. I'll get into that. He actually had quite a few things that he wanted done oh, for God. him after he died. After I shoot up the supermarket, they're definitely going to listen to all of my demands and do the <laughs> yeah. things I want. Like, fuck, guy. Like, so dumb. Okay, so he records yet another video where he's uh, he's complaining because when he dies, he thinks his mom is going to turn his room into an office and get rid of all of his shit. Hm. Yeah. I feel like you kind of lose say on what happens to your room after you fucking shoot a bunch of people and then yourself, but... In the room at your mom's house and you're 24. Yeah, yeah you should be out of the house already, ass clown. Yeah, so he's complaining. He's, he's talking about his camera, his game systems, his mic, his guitar and synthesizer that he never touches. And of course, top of the pile, you know what? No, second on the pile, his ponies... Mm. she's gonna throw away my fucking ponies yep and then most importantly top of the pile his embers ghost squad posters which by the way he autographed the backs of all of them and put in all of his emails that he wanted them to be sold if this if this continues to you going and i bought one off ebay right now i'm gonna be Uh, amazed his mom didn't sell them i tried tried his mom didn't sell them he does more afterlife planning than king tut (laughs) ridiculous this is just absurd this whole thing is just so absurd you don't build me a fucking pyramid i want mckenzie on the bottom side of my casket yeah (laughs) oh mckenzie poor mckenzie has to rot with him in the fucking oh she doesn't even she's not even look she's not even real and i'm already 
This is a real character to me now. We're like, feeling sorry for her. <laughs> I'm feeling bad for Mackenzie. I get it now. It all Been makes sense. Sad. <laughs> Infectious, isn't it? Gather your guns, guys. Let's go take out a supermarket. Just right. leave her alone, goddammit. <laughs> leave Mackenzie out of this. She didn't ask to be drawn by this maniac. Um, in subsequent videos, one of the groups that he really had it out for were the people that he reached out to for help with Ember's Ghost Squad. So he would go on really long rants about how YouTube voice actors are all shitty because he would put together long emails about things and then he would get short responses from them. Like, uh, like you think I'm not worth your time inferiority complex like thing, right? Uh, he also bitched because a lot of people said no because the content was so dark and disturbing and because he was a nobody. You earn the right to be Quentin Tarantino. You don't just start Quentin Tarantino. Okay? To be fair, though, Quentin Tarantino just did kind of start being Quentin Tarantino. He worked at the video store. <laughs> but he also, he also, when he worked at the video store, he sold a script to uh, Oliver Stone and he like it's not like he just went and made pulp fiction that's what everyone thinks he like had he made a name for himself he did he worked himself up a bit i think i'm the only person on earth that's not a quentin tarantino fan i swear to god yeah his name was swirling through hollywood i just know he's creepy yeah i'm just i'm a bit meh about him dust till dawn's my favorite the lady with the gun leg kill bill was good the lady with the gun leg is a robert rodriguez movie for fuck's sakes i'm not doing this it is oh he mutes himself i gotta scream yeah it says quentin tarantino on the cover <laughs> i like django unchained that's it you don't like uh, i don't even want to get into it i'll get into it with you one day me and me and you chungwa will, will yell at each other well it was like one of those stupid funny scary things you know like we were talking about chucky it was like scary funny scary stupid what was planet, planet terror. terror oh is that what i'm talking about yeah and it had danny what's his name danny I fucking love that guy. Dude, me too. Did you know that he's short? He's extremely short. I've met him three times. Yeah, he's... Tense! Every time you come on the show, I just get sad. (laughs) Well, the first time I met him, he was at a very large get-together, and he was in flip-flops, like dollar store (laughs) flip-flops. Tall, tall white socks, basketball shorts, and one basketball shorts. And a dirty wife beater. Amazing. And that, like he was so comfortable. He was the coolest dude I've ever talked to. He was I like, love super, that guy. super cool. Like, didn't give a fuck. He's got all this money dressed like a hobo, like Adam Sandler. Yeah. And just was super cool to talk to. God, I love him. But he is, he's probably like five, five, I would guess, five, four. And I towered over him. I believe he's five foot three. Dang. Wow. I would have to check again. I was looking at him just the other day because I was thinking, you know who I fucking love? Danny Trejo. And and I read he was like, he's like five foot three. Have you seen his documentary? Oh, yeah. The one where he talks about like how to survive prison. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because he did time for murder. And he's the nicest fucking guy ever. He is. That's an eye opener. We should do an episode on his murder. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Get See if I can get him to come talk to me. He probably would. He's so goddamn nice. Yeah, I think anybody with 15, 20 bucks could probably. <laughs> I will not tolerate your disrespect. Just get a cameo. Can you talk about your murder? That's all I want in the cameo. <laughs> I love Danny Trejo, but he he doesn't. He, he's in just about everything. Just doesn't matter how not good it is. 
He's also in a lot of good stuff. But Breaking he's also Bad. In a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, Breaking Bad. Anchorman. You weren't expecting that. <laughs> I tell you what. I've never seen Breaking Bad. What? Get on that. The only thing that made me want to watch Breaking Bad was the fact that Bill Burr was in it for for a little bit, and I just watched Bill Burr's scenes, but I didn't have any context, so I didn't know what what Bill Burr's in it. Yeah. Is he Mike? No. He was like a, a bodyguard with the fat guy. Huel? Not Huel, the other guy. I can't remember his name right now, but not Huel, the other guy. The other guy. Okay. The ginger. Gotcha. Just sign the check, Ted. Watch Breaking Bad. Yes, watch Breaking Bad, Kent. Okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And you don't like Inglorious Bastards. I don't care. Let's move on. I do like Inglorious Bastards. Well, you just said the only one you like is Django. Jesus. Okay, let's... I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the Tarantino thing. I don't have to be. We can move on. All right, I'm sorry I brought up Tarantino. Fuck. (laughs) No, I brought up the lady with the shotgun leg and Richard flipped. No, well, I brought up Tarantino when I was talking about Randy. Reservoir Dogs is overrated. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Richard just left. Richard was so offended he just left. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So people didn't want to help him. Uh, There was one woman that did do a bunch of voice overacting for him. She was the one that did like all the voice overacting for Mackenzie in like the um, like introducing Mackenzie episode. One where she's like living out her stalker and like crying by her casket and stuff it was really good It was really good um but he was pissed off at her too because she didn't respond to his emails as fast as he wanted or quote like she gave a shit she doesn't have to i guess one of the animators he reached out to to help him um with the massacre scene in embers ghost squad we haven't gotten to that yet it hasn't dropped yet but um he apparently corresponded back and forth for about a month and then when Randy sent him uh, the animatics, he was like, I'm not comfortable with this, which is not surprising considering it is a school shooting. Um, and Randy went totally fucking ballistic over it. And he blamed like all the people who didn't have time or weren't comfortable or didn't want to help him for the massacre. He actually called them out and said, I'm doing this because of you guys. This is your fault. If you would just done this for me, this never would have happened. More Randy McNutt. Randy McNutt, now we're just going to combine them into one human being. Might as well at this point. Just morphed into one. Yeah, at this point. He said that he put all the money that he would have put into paying animators and actors into ammunition so that most people would die because of him, which is dumb. I don't see that. I don't see, honestly, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. And I, I truly believe this. I don't see the big deal in animating a school shooting. I'm sorry. We animate fucking everything now. Everything. Like if you're going to yeah. get out, like, like just cause call, call of duty is a video game where you just shoot people. Like just cause it's in a school or whatever. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's just an animated thing. Like you shouldn't have. There were a few things that were seriously too far. Unless you're actually doing it, fucking Lolita is a movie and it's an Academy Award winning movie. And it's about picking up a 13 year old. Well, so is Romeo and Juliet. Art is art, man. Have you ever seen the movie Rampage? The one with with the monkey, the monkey and the rock. No, uh, <laughs> the one. Maybe it's not called Rampage. It's about a, a shooter, a guy that goes on a killing spree down a street. Just starts. Oh, oh Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, that's what it was. It was Mighty I'm Joe kidding. Young. That was. <laughs> I was like, I need to have words with Blockbuster because that's not what was in my case. <laughs> my mom was pissed 
whenever we started watching that. Uh, I think it's called Rampage. It's a mass shooter. It's it's about it, but he gets away with it in the movie. Oh hell yeah! I want to watch that. It's actually really good, but they got they go too far on that. I would argue because okay. it's all innocent people that he kills, and they paint the the main character who does all this stuff is like he's the guy you like. So it's really weird. It's really weird. They did that with the Carla Humbolka movie. Carla, that was bad. It was terrible, but it was they a also really bad movie. But they also made it look like she was a victim in the whole thing too, right? And it's like, nah, she was a fucking twat. Some people believe she was. I thought we found out later that it was all her idea. I mean, she offered her sister up. Yeah, he was rape. He was raping people before. She was he. She was just helping him at that point, right? Like he. He was, was a serial rapist before they even met. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was just a volcano met a tornado, and yeah. everything went to fucking hell. Lots of people believe different things. A lot of people believe that she was really badly battered, and that's why. Mm. You know, uh, she doesn't seem like a weak-willed woman. There's videotapes. They regretted giving her the deal the second they watched them. That's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, being a battered woman, it's like you almost can't see that shit ever again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. So I don't like that so much. I still want to watch it, though. Same. But this particular animation, uh, we'll describe it later. But it, it it went, I think, too far in a lot of ways. OK. Um, I mean, that's so fair to think, because as a kindergartner, I was hiding under my desk. I was already practicing the drills when I was five. So, yeah, I think crossing a line is very easy to do. And it's that type oh, of situation. that makes me sick. Having to think of my, my kid going to school, having to practice that, it makes me fucking sick. Like, I am so glad I live in Australia. I feel the same way about here, but, I mean, there's a first time for everything. So my, my load isn't that lightened. Well, we need to arm all the children. Yeah, arm <laughs> all children. <laughs> Only, the only person that can stop a bad kid with a gun is a good kid with a gun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Donald Trump of preschool. <laughs> Next year when I get my kid's book list and it's just got pencils, eraser. Glock. Pistol. Box of ammunition. That's it, kids. Everyone put your ammunition on the table and we can all share. guys thanks so much for listening head on over to our facebook and instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical just search unethical podcast you can also find us on patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes we are adding fun stuff all the time so you should definitely come and check it out thanks again we appreciate all of you Gotta catch them all.